Hello, and welcome back to the Kid Broadway Podcast, Intimate Conversations with Community and Professional Actors in Broadway News, and today we're going to be talking with Terry Kelly. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy the Kid Broadway Podcast. So, the first question that I always like to ask is, where are you from? I'm originally from Madison, Wisconsin. Born and raised. Cheesehead. Um, how did you get into the whole theater thing? Well, I started as a dancer. I was about five years old, um, and I was very, very shy. And uh, I just started watching movie musicals, and then it, when I was about 12 years old, there was a, a community theater production of Anything Goes that was auditioning, and my mom thought I should audition for it just to, you know, kind of come out of my shell a little bit, and I did. And I got involved with these theater people, and... That, that's all that it took, and everything just kind of took off from there. I started taking voice voice classes and acting classes, and two years later, I was over the moon for it, and I decided to do it as a career about when I was about 14, 15. <laughs> yeah. Great. And uh, you were Mrs. Cleveland and many other characters in Groundhog Day at the August Wilson Theater. How was that experience? Oh, it was it was really the, one of the most intense um, and difficult situations I've ever been in in a theater as far as the learning curve for that show. Um, because anyone who knows Groundhog Day, it's the same day over and over and over yeah. again. But um, the, the way it was uh, choreographed is that everything was choreographed. Every crossover, every single moment was choreographed to music. So um, there was a lot of memorization involved and a lot of this is on this beat and this is on that beat. The second day it's on a different beat. I mean, it was insanity. And as far as um, the rewards of it, though, were intense because the piece itself was so different and so creative. It was really cool to be part of something that wasn't um, a typical musical theater experience. It was very, very different. Um, And we're all still really close. Um, That's one of the greatest things about that, too. I wish it had lasted longer. Though we all joked that it was so hard physically, we don't know if we would have lasted. (laughs) And you were in the national tour of Anastasia as Countess Lily. How was that experience? Oh, it was awesome. Um, Again, so close with all those people still. Um, It was really cool. I've never played a part quite as as crazy as that and that I wasn't in the first act at all so the whole show was going on and then so for like an hour and a half I'd be at the theater and not on stage in the show so then I have to jump it felt like I was jumping on a moving train and that part is so physical and so um funny and it's just so full of energy that it was it was like being shot out of a cannon nightly um but I really enjoyed it because it did inject comedy into the show yeah. when it needed it in the second act. And, like, nightly, my, my comedy partner and I, who played the hit Vlad, um, Edward Stoudenmeyer, we had really we had really great chemistry, I will say. And uh, we got to stop that show every night after Countess and the Common Man. And I've never had that experience of stopping the show regularly. Like, it was really special. And, and I will always, always remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the audition process like for Anastasia? 
Well, it was it was really quick and really relatively easy. I hate to tell you, <laughs> or I love to tell you, because sometimes you know you can go through months and months of callbacks and and having to do a various different things. Now this the whole process only took a week, not even a week. Um, I auditioned like on a Thursday initially with all the Countess Lily material for the entire creative team. Had a call back the next Monday, a final call back with me. It was between me and another young lady, young lady. (laughs) And um, by that next Thursday, I had gotten the call and got the job. So within a week, I was suddenly going to be in a national tour playing a lead. So yeah, for me, it was really, really fast. But um, the director was Darko. Uh, was so kind in the whole audition and told me exactly what um, what adjustments he wanted and I did those and he was very complimentary so they knew what they wanted um, so that was fun because sometimes they don't so that's why it takes longer I think that's cool and how do you usually prepare for a role how do I prepare for a role well <clears throat> depends on the role I I prepare by memorizing as much as I can before I actually get to the rehearsals because I like to know as much as possible so I can play more in the rehearsal in the rehearsal uh, time because it's limited anyway um, so when you have prior knowledge getting in there you it, it gives you more freedom to discover your character sooner um, so that's one of the things I, I try to learn the music if I can, uh, all of those things. Do any research that needs to be done. Uh, like with Anastasia, it was just about reading about the Romanoffs, watching anything I could about the Romanoff family that time in history. Um, but depending on whatever, like I said, whatever the show is, doing as much research about the time frame or memorizing, yeah. That's really cool. And uh, do you look up to anyone in the theater world? Nope. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I, it's, it's funny that you should ask that. Um, when I was younger, there were, I had a lot of role models. Um, and I was honored to work with um, some legends when I first started on Broadway. And that was Elaine Stritch, John McMartin. Uh, I worked with Cloris Leachman, Dean Jones. These are people that some of your listeners may not know who they are um but I grew up knowing them uh so to work with the legends right out of the gate Hal Prince Susan Stroman that I really learned learned from them um one someone I really learned a lot from too was Hugh Jackman when I worked with him and I did Boy From Oz he is one of the kindest most hardworking people I've ever known and he really taught me how to be a leading, a leading man, a leading <laughs> lady. Uh, how it trickles down, how your attitude and and your grace trickles down into the rest of the cast. And if and if you're not so nice, that that can really poison the well. Yeah. But he, we didn't have to worry about that with him. So I look up to people like him um, because you know. His hard work, he could have just rested on his laurels. He could have just said, I'm a movie star and I'm great, but he didn't do that. Um, so I really respect people who work really hard. Sutton, Sutton Foster, she's she's fabulous too. She is a wonderful person to understudy, which I got to because she's so gracious and kind and 
and really has a great work ethic as well. So, yeah. That's cool. Andy Carl. Andy Carl was great. Same thing. <laughs> Cut from the same cloth. Cut from the same cloth. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, do you have any advice for younger people listening now going down a similar path? Well, yeah, I do. Um, this business can be really hard. Um, it, it can make you feel rejected and it can make you feel bad about yourself if you let it. I mean, we all struggle with it no matter how much, how many years we've been in the business. The thing you have to remember, I would say, is to try to not take anything personal. You know, don't take it personally when you don't get a job or, or and to be perseverant. If you really want to do this, you got to work hard and you got to keep at it even if the answer is no. Mm-hmm. Um, you really aren't in the results business. It's more about, am I prepared when I go in for an audition? Do I do my best? Do I feel good about how I did? And then you have to let it go because it is out of your control as far as getting the job. Yeah. And I've learned that very much in, in doing shows too. Like I, um, previously, I was talking about Groundhog Day and how I was really stunned that it didn't run longer with all the wonderful reviews we got and the Tony Award nominations, but somehow it just didn't catch on. But again, we all worked really hard on it. It doesn't change how much I loved it. it I wouldn't change anything about it other than I wish more people would have seen it, mm-hmm. but it's not in my control. So yeah. do what is within your control, work hard, persevere, and that's all you can do. That's great advice. And we're going to wrap up here in a minute, but are you up to anything right now? Any new projects? (laughs) No. (laughs) I actually was really excited. This year uh, for me was filled with, we're going to be a whole bunch of new experiences. Um, I had just left the tour when the pandemic started. And I was actually slated to do Next to Normal, which I was really excited to do, um, to play Diana in that. Um, Having done... Anastasia for a year and a half, which is all fun and, and, you know, shenanigans, and to do something that serious. I was excited to sink my teeth into something like that. Um, So it was two days away from going to do that when the pandemic hit. Then I was supposed to do a workshop of Muriel's Wedding, which is coming to Broadway. And then I was supposed to be doing Candide right now at the Goodspeed Opera, playing the old woman. Uh, role, which uh, uh, Andrea Martin was the last person to do it on Broadway, and that was with Darko from um, my Anastasia, he was my Anastasia director. So I was really excited about all the different kinds of projects I was going to get to do this year. So right now, actually, I'm just just signed up to do some teaching, and I've been coaching here and there a little bit, but other than that, I'm just trying to figure it out like everybody else is. That's great. Yeah, so we can find you on Instagram at Broadway's Terry Kelly. Is there anywhere else we can find you? Um, I'm on Facebook. Let's see what else. YouTube. Just check me out. Just put my name in. Go to www.terrykelly.com and there are links to videos of me singing and acting and being a fool. So <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you, Terry, for coming on the Kid Broadway podcast. Well, thanks for asking. I appreciate it.